Hi, my name is Ann Samoylov. Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. Today's guest is Rachel Cook of TheYogiPreneur.com. She's got so much to share that I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to break in there. I'm going to let her do the talking because she's, she's has some amazing results to share with me. We have been client, friend, counterparts for a long time now, for at least a few years, and I'm just so excited to share her story with you and some of the big changes she's experienced, big growth she's experienced over just even the last year because of just a simple tweak in how she approached her launches. First, okay, so we're going to talk about your different approaches to launching. So tell us what was your previous kind of like long-standing way that you launched and what were you launching? Like the, I know you had a video series, but what specifically was that leading to? Sure. So I did the traditional kind of internet marketing style, I guess, PLF style launch for a long time. It was how I first learned anything about launching um, was through watching all of those, you know, quote unquote experts launch with the three part video series that would then sell your program or your event or whatever it was. So I did that the first time in 2011 when I launched my now signature program called conscious business design. And I created the whole three part video series really just as the lead into that, like, why should you consciously design your business? What is the opportunity for that? What are the things you should know about this? Here's some case studies about it. And when you start to see kind of the framework that all of those launches follow, it definitely makes sense and it can definitely get results. But I think after three years of the same thing, I was at the point where I had basically re-recorded um, with better lighting and you know better equipment, the same essential launch process basically every year. And that's all I was doing to refresh it. Um, and it was great to do that when I had my little kids and I was really busy and just didn't have the energy to think like of anything more creative or more interesting, but I was starting to get bored with it. And I think ultimately for me, it came down to, for some reason it, I'm not a natural, like sitting in front of the camera. Like I don't want a web show. I don't want to be like on the stage or on a screen. So for me to do those style of videos that kind of make me more of an actress than a teacher, I, I always felt like there was some disconnect between the experience people were having in that launch process and what they actually got working with me. So for a while, I also started experimenting with just doing webinars, which is more geared towards teaching. And that actually started working a lot better for me in general than trying to do the three part video series. Um, so, so I, so I transitioned. Let me, let me stop you just for sure. a second. So you said you were doing the video series for a while and you kept kind of upgrading it, making it better, you know, just improving the quality and stuff. Mm -hmm. And how generally did you, were you happy at the time with how it was working as far as like how it was converting people to, you know, clients, paying clients. I, I mean, I was happy because as somebody who had just taken my business online, it was a very big deal for me to suddenly go from being able to work with people just one-on-one -on -one and more of a, you know, mentorship capacity to having a program. And suddenly I was working with 20 people at a time or 30 people at a time. For me, that was huge. And that changed the game in my business. That just completely changed the whole deal. 
the challenge I think became, um, when I was just starting to feel like I was bored with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's awesome actually, Rachel, because like so many people don't realize that like you get to change things, even if they're working, but if you're bored, if it's not making you happy anymore, then what is the point, you know? And I think the other thing that really made me start thinking about it was when I started looking at the real like hardcore numbers around it. So the launches always did really good building my list. Um, when I first launched my first conscious business design program in 2011, I mean, I had an itty bitty list. It was, I don't even remember the numbers, but I know it was less than 500 people. And that was the launch that got me over the first thousand people. But I only had like 20 people sign up, 25 people sign up, something like that. And so when I start looking at like the conversion rates there, and this is hard when you're first getting started because you have such a learning curve, like the conversion rates, I feel like they don't really apply when you're first getting started. Mm -hmm. But I was definitely in that like one to 2%, which is pretty average um, as far as people signing up to work with you for your thing. And after a while, I was just like, why, why aren't more people signing up? Cause I could see people staying on my list for a long time. Right. I mean, a long time, like a year, two years, and they weren't taking the next step. And so I, I really wanted to create something where they could get more of the like real experience working with me because something I came to understand really from talking to people more and getting more insight from my community was because I work with the more yoga, holistic health, I call them healing and helping entrepreneurs, they're not as used to doing things online necessarily. So there tends to be a little bit of like, could this really work for me? Like this kind of disbelief about what I'm talking about. And the video series was really great for inspiration, but it really didn't do a lot to let them kind of get their hands dirty and see if any of what I was sharing could work. So I, it was really like missing that element. And that's something that I've been really focused on, especially with this challenge. Right. So, okay. So you're doing the video series, you were getting bored and then you started looking at this, like what the actual results of that, the conversion to sales. Um, how far into your business was that, you know, just so people can get an idea, because I know this feeling when you get to the point where you're not just like, okay, I got to get it out there. Once you get past that whole business of just getting over the, getting it out there bit, then you do start really realizing that there's a lot of effort goes into it. You want to make improvements improvements that actually show up in the form of sales. Um, so what, at what point in the, in, would you say your business, like one, two, th- what, what, what point it was, like after? Yeah, it was actually last year. You know, I came to you, um, last summer when I was coming off of maternity leave and we basically reused that whole series and reused some other content I had already created because at that point, that was the easiest way for me to make everything happen, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And then as I really got back into the swing of things with my business, I had this you know, question in front of me. It was like, okay, how am I going to get better results and continue growing this list? You know, do I just change the script? Do I hire a videographer? Do like at that point I was thinking the the best way for me to make the results better was just to take what I had been doing and try to get it up to the level of some of the people who I watch online all the time, who I know have like huge budgets and huge teams and they have like a copywriter on staff and somebody there to, you know, make their hair look good. (laughs) And I finally was Uh. like, you know what? That is like, there's only so much I can do to improve upon what's already created. So do I just 
you know, do a, a lot of work for maybe like a little minuscule improvement or do I really start looking at this from a, what will serve my community best perspective? What will really get them what they wanted, which was proof that it, anything I'm telling them could actually work. Right. And <laughs> if I could, if I could kind of flip the whole thing around, what would happen then? So, right. and just to let you guys know, I had literally already gone through the process of redoing the videos. I hired the videographer. I literally last you know, November had done a brand new shoot of all the videos. I had a hair and makeup artist come. I had a friend come and style like my living room. <laughs> like I did all that I thought I could possibly do. But when I got the first round of edits back on the videos, I was just like, Ugh, this is not what I think my people yeah. really ultimately want. Like they don't need more inspiration. They've heard all the inspiration. They want somebody who's actually going to be like there with them, showing them how to do stuff. Um, when I realized I didn't want to do the videos, I had like a month left until my like, quote unquote, like pre-launch stuff was supposed to go out. And I was like, okay, this is not what I want to do. I better call Anne and <laughs> do a yeah. big brainstorm and see what I want to do. And what I knew I wanted was something that was really actionable, something that people could start with right away, um, and get, some results in their business. And the challenge I was running into with creating a challenge, the challenge with creating a challenge is that it's really easy to just like overwhelm people with information and content. Really, really incredibly easy to do that when you know as much as somebody who's, you know, several years into the business knows. So I had to really remember to come back to what it felt like to be a, a beginner entrepreneur and break it down into itty bitty baby steps to get people some real momentum. And so when I came to Anne, I was like, what do you think about the idea of doing a challenge? I'm kind of, you know, playing around with this concept. I have all this content about being productive and getting stuff done. And I ultimately think that a lot of entrepreneurs could do amazing things in their business if they could just get out of their own way and stop overcomplicating things. If we could teach them how to simplify it, streamline it, know what to focus on so they're not wasting all their time with the busy work and instead focus on the 20% of things that gets 80% of their results. So that's what Anne helped me yeah. figure out was like, okay, if I'm going to do this and yes, I, my main program really is about marketing, but they're not even ready for that yet because they are telling themselves mm -hmm. they don't have time for it. So I right. need to show them that they can make time for it and half the stuff they're wasting their time doing right now is actually holding them back then by the end of the challenge, I can get into some marketing and teach them some things that could start to grow their business. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I remember knowing like you, you had a lot of content already created and you actually even, I think had to probably pick and choose. Oh like my gosh. Said, a lot. So, so you didn't overwhelm yourself or them <laughs> in creating it. Um, so what, what happened as a result of that? You know, I don't even want to say, I don't want to just do, you know, switch to the end of the challenge because a lot had to happen to make that happen. A lot did, you, did you know, a lot went into that. Um, well, what are some, okay. What are some of the highlights of the things that had to go into it? Which sure. are the biggest kind of work workload? So the biggest thing that I think anybody who's creating any kind of launch program, like anything you're going to invest a lot of time and energy into the first thing you need to do is send out some sort of open-ended survey question to your list asking them, Hey, I'm thinking about creating something around 
this topic. What is the number one thing you're struggling with, with productivity was what I said. Like, what is the number one thing you're struggling with in getting things done in your business? Um, and that led to over a hundred emails within like a one day period of people just telling me like all the things they're struggling with. And it ranged from basic productivity and time management to, I don't know what tasks are the most important to, I don't have any systems in my business. Um, I don't know how to make sure I'm getting my invoices out in time, like a whole range of stuff. And then of course, a lot of like, I don't know what kind of marketing things I should be doing. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. So once I got in all that input, I was able to start grouping things kind of like with like, and I could see that there were these themes of what people were struggling with. And it basically broke out into a lot of productivity um, and not just like productivity, like busy worker bee though, but all productivity from a like CEO standpoint, people were right. wasting a lot of time in busy worker bee mode and not spending any time being the CEO of their business. So that was a big group. And then I started to see that there was a whole, another whole group just around like business systems and making sure that not just their business was running well, but they were easy to work with for their clients. So if you're not having a hard time getting people on your schedule and sending out your invoices, your clients are probably annoyed at you because you're kind of coming off like a flake. So there are ways you can simplify that. And I knew that I could teach that really easily. And then there was, you know, from a CEO standpoint, how much time should you spend on marketing and what do you need to know about marketing? And so that was literally like, that's what I led with before was more of the marketing and how to set your business up type of stuff. Like marketing and business design is what my program's all about. But this time this is, it ended up being in like the last week of a four week challenge because I knew in order to get them ready to hear any of that, I had to get them to trust that I could teach them how to do things that would make a difference in their business. Right. And, and also they're going to, if, if they're learning productivity and systems, it's going to have a big, and those are such, um, I think that those are such foundational kind of things. Yeah. I don't even want to call them skills, but they're things that can, you can see in various parts of your life. So like yeah. if you're teaching them a skill that all of a sudden they're like, whoa, I learned that. And this is now how I'm taking care of my house. Let's say, you know, then they can, they can see it more readily that more, the more foundational general stuff. Yeah. And it's huge when you're able to give them something that not just translates in one thing of their life, but translates through a lot of their life. And that's what happened. Like the minute I gave them some of these new upgraded habits and tools they could use, suddenly they were like, holy moly, this is amazing. Um, so that was pretty incredible. And I would have to say when I actually kicked off the challenge and anybody who wants to check it out, you can go to firedupandfocus.com and join. Basically it's a daily email that goes out that will send you to a solo page that has a video on it. All the videos, I wanted them to be short and sweet. So they're usually less than 10 minutes. And I really was thinking about someone like me, like someone who's a mom running a business who might have like 30 minutes every day to really think through what is it that I need to focus on and, and get done today. Um, and I, I knew if I could kind of fit in that container that a lot of people would get something out of it. And they definitely did. And in the first week I had people like I was recommending tools and programs that I use. And I had people saying, do you have affiliate links? Because I need to pay you for something. (laughs) And by the second week, I actually have one challenge in there. That's all about like tracking your money. And it's literally just a piece of paper you print out and write down how much money is coming to you. 
And I had somebody write down in one column that they gave the value of my challenge $500 as a gift to them and their money coming in. Wow. And I was like, that is so cool. Wow. So that's really awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. So people were very it. like vocal then about, about telling you how the challenge was affecting them. And, and there was definitely some, a lot of engagement, a lot of conversation then inside the it, group. It sounds like it was pretty active. It was hugely active. And that's the other piece to it is it wasn't just a challenge that I was sending to them and then not co- having a conversation with them. It was like each daily challenge that was me opening the conversation for the day. And then we'd go in the Facebook group and just continue talking about it through the day. And everybody communicate, like it was such an amazing community and it's continued to be an amazing community. And what's been probably my favorite part is even challengers. Now we've, we've gone through it about three times. Challengers who haven't even signed up to work with me are so passionate about the challenge that they're like in there coaching each other. (laughs) Oh my God. And then saying, Hey, I just invited so-and-so to come join us. So it's amazing. Like you forget that. And this is something that I think is hugely different from the launches I was experiencing before, before I really had limited conversation with people who would watch those videos. Like some people will watch a launch sequence and comment, but I would guess based on my experience that the vast majority of them don't comment based on my experience and the challenge, because I was telling them in every single challenge at the end of the video, now go tell us your ahas, go tell us your insights. Or if I had a specific thing, I'd say, go tell us this in the Facebook group. So at the end of the video, they were like, go to the Facebook group, go to the Facebook group, go to the Facebook group. And then every day I was in there, like I was communicating with them. I was commenting, I was giving advice and not just one liners. Like there are a lot of posts in there where somebody was like, how do you do this? And it's like, okay, here we go. I'm going to tell you everything I can tell you and really give you the experience of what it's like to work with me. And I didn't hold back. So that was, Mm. I think, huge for a lot of them to see that somebody would do that, even in a free program. And I think that's the biggest thing that made a difference for me, because like I said, a lot of people are kind of uncertain that anything I taught could work for them. I was proving that I could teach them things that would work for them. And they were uncertain about signing up for something online because they were worried it would mean they're like a faceless person in a group that doesn't really get support. And that's not how I roll. I'm definitely communicating with them, talking to them. Like they post a question. I'm like, just tag me. I'll get in there and answer it. Um, and that has been huge for my business because I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm not a seven figure business. We're, you know, nearing the multiple six figure mark here, but I'm not one of the huge gurus that can't communicate one-on-one with people. I very much want to be one-on-one. And I think that's the key differentiator I have right now. It's my major card to play and I'm going to play the hell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, okay. So you were looking for a new way to bring more sales conversion. So how did this work? How did it work for you? So I told you that before I was getting like one to 2% of people signing up to work with me using the traditional kind of online marketing sequence with the challenge, I'm getting almost three times as many people. So I'm at about four and a half percent of people who go through the challenge becoming paid clients. Yeah. So then some people are, are actually converting to the signature problem program. Are some people just becoming private clients for you or I actually, 
in when I first launched the challenge, it blew me away how fast all these things started taking off because by so I launched the challenge um, in January 2014, and something like by the second week, I had filled my private client docket for the entire year, and oh I was literally starting to build a wait list. So right now is the first time I've emailed out anybody for like mentorship has been when one of my clients just graduated. Like I've just had so many people on a wait list. Um, That's great, which has been amazing, but it also was kind of. Um, and this is the double-edged sword with growing when, because I doubled the number of people in my signature program, which was scary for me because as somebody who really wants to offer a lot of service and a lot of support, I had to actually hire people on my team to help me free up all my time so I could spend more time with my clients. Um, and now this time around, we know that there's a potential for it to double the number of enrollments again. So I just hired two alumni from my signature program to come in as success coaches. Nice. Yeah. I was going to ask if you were doing anything like that so that you have kind of uh, mentors that are in your group that, that yep. know the, know what you teach, know how you teach can, can keep everything. Yeah, exactly. On that same path. And that's exactly what I did. I searched you know, through everybody that has gone through my program. And I was like, okay, I need people who have basically taken everything I taught them and ran with it. And I have two amazing success coaches who are going to go through this fall with this whole new group, which is not only amazing for them, because now they have like three people that they can get support from. But from a business standpoint, it means I'll be able to double enrollment again, without feeling the stress of like, no one's getting taken care of. Yeah. So how, how are you going to deal with that? If it doubles again, though, are you going to do you, how do you know? I'm like, you know, cause at some point there's only so much of you, yep. you have little ones, um, in your life and a husband and like, hello, you, you need some, <laughs> you need some of you yeah. uh, left for yourself. So how, how do you think you're going to deal with all, all of that? I mean, I'll pretty much run it. Um, I think it'll be okay. The main thing is I've capped enrollment still. I mean, I, I can't, Good. I can't take more than a hundred people in this enrollment. I maxed out at 50 so far this year. Um, and now that I've brought on two, two success coaches to work with me, I can, I think I can handle 50 pretty easily. And I've also had to build out other parts of my team. Like this is the one thing, like a successful launch, the, the first round of the challenge made me hire two extra people on my team. The next time I ran it this summer, it meant we had a dedicated customer service person. <laughs> this time around, right. I brought on the two success coaches who were helping me. And I was able to retire my husband from teaching at school this year. So That's exciting. Oh, congratulations to him. Yeah. So to you. <laughs> so he's actually helping me behind the scenes. So at this point, I've got a team of about eight people. Whereas this time last year, it was me and a VA. Um, and that's the biggest thing that's going to allow me to continue adding more people and growing more is just having yeah. the support so that all I'm doing is working inside this group or, you know, doing the higher level CEO things that I should be doing. Oh man, that that's exciting. That's so exciting, Rachel. And, you know, and as things progress as well, you'll be able to hopefully spend more time. I mean, since your husband's home, that's, that's awesome. That means you guys are both there yeah. 
on focus on the same thing. So that's a whole other conversation working with your spouse. It is. <laughs> um, sometimes I daydream about that. And then I think of the reality of it because I used to work with him in animation. <laughs> and it was hard being his producer because he wouldn't just do what I said immediately. He would have to be like, well, why does the client want that? And I'd be like, well, it doesn't matter. We have to give them what they want, <laughs> you know? So um, so I, I can imagine, you know, pushback is possible <laughs> every now and then. It totally yes. is. But I have to tell you, like this time doing the challenge, you know, there's some things we've done this time that it's been so amazing to have people. So just to give you guys an idea, creating a 28 day challenge and deciding to do it like weeks before you do it means a lot of nights up until like midnight recording, you know, a 10 minute video on your laptop and then uploading it and then putting it all together. And I was doing all those pieces by myself the first time I ran it. This time we've got a whole new website that I didn't have to create because I have somebody who could do that. My husband loaded all of the challenges on the website and synced them all with the autoresponders. And I didn't have to do that. Now nice. I'm spending most of my time like talking with Anne and a couple of other people <laughs> and getting the word out about it and focusing more on, you know, communicating with the people who are already enrolled in the challenge. Cause we've already got thousands of people signed up for this next one. Um, so it's amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing shift when I've been able to take a lot of this stuff off my plate because now I have the resources and the team available. Um, and it's the only way I'd be able to continue growing at this rate. That's for sure. I, I love it. And as, a, as, a, as we were talking before I started recording, I think it's just so great to see that the shift you really made was in, in something you actually said was that before you weren't getting, you weren't, there was no real conversation yeah. when you were doing the videos. You were, you were definitely probably thinking in terms of I'm talking to a person, but as far as that real interaction where you're messaging each other in a Facebook group, it's like back and forth, instant. So different. It's so different. And you know, what's been even better. And is, you know, I know a lot of people struggle with this. They write blog posts and they're wondering why nobody's commenting. There is not a blog post I write where I don't get a comment or a lot of shares now. And it's because that community of challengers, they're like, they really feel connected to me. So if you're feeling like you're just putting stuff out into the world, even if it's just your blog, even if it's just your newsletter, and you kind of feel like you're not getting the response you want, adding some sort of component like the Facebook group to that mm -hmm. could be what makes the difference. Because the minute they yeah. feel connected to you, they're more likely to actually say something on your blog post or share something. Mm. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. And I know you're doing a bunch of other community building things like this. Like I know you have a, a monthly ask the yogipreneur or is it more than monthly or is it just, it's just a monthly, I've been testing out that idea. Um, it's a monthly live streaming spree cast, which I love that platform. It's so much fun and so easy to use. And the reason I love spree cast is because I, like I've said, I used to do a lot of webinars, um, or I started doing a lot of webinars and I loved those because they allowed me to teach, but the challenge there is nobody can see who else is on. And so there's no conversation happening or chat happening. So I found Spreecast and it allows me like, I literally show up once a month and just wait for people to ask me questions <laughs> and there yeah. they show up and they ask questions and it's like, I can see a running chat stream going and there's people supporting each other and connecting with each other. 
it's amazing. And so for me, it's all about finding these different ways to not just share what I know, but also help them connect with each other. Because a lot of my people feel very isolated in their work and isolated in what they're trying to create. So by, Mm -hmm. you know, helping them find and nurture this community, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, I've had people who from the challenge, one of the challenges is to find a business BFF and get on the phone with them. And I started Uh hearing back from people who were like, Oh my God, I found this person who's in my town and we had coffee and it was amazing. Or (laughs) I now have like a weekly Skype call with this person. It was so great. So hearing that feels so amazing to me because I know that it's not just about, you know, learning these practical things they need to know about their business. It really is helping them feel like they're part of something bigger than just themselves. Uh. Rachel, it's awesome. Yeah. This is I actually I was writing down ideas <laughs> for myself as you were saying certain things. I'm like, yeah, why haven't I done that? That <laughs> one thing. So, you know, I, I really, I really appreciate you coming on. I want to know what is coming up for you. Where where can we find you? Anything you want to share? Um, that's coming up. So you can find the fired up and focus challenge at fired up and And we'll be running that live through the month of September. And then if you happen to be listening to this after September, we also will run it in the new year. So you can get on the wait list for that. Um, and we'll be launching my signature program, conscious business design later this fall towards the end of September. So those are the big Ooh. things that we have. Um, kind of on the table for this next few months. It's pretty exciting. It is exciting. So I'm going to share, oh, there's one more thing I want to, well, there's one more thing I want to <laughs> ask you. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to totally up and up, open up another conversation, but it's good because um, what did you do with your video series? Is it still up? Oh, what, good this question. Is a, this is a huge, this is a huge thing for people who are, who have created all this stuff. Oh my we gosh. all create a lot of stuff. Right? Yeah. Like I've had a ton of stuff that I've created, like the video series, the webinars, like all sorts of content I've created and then just put on the shelf and don't use again. So what I've actually done is I got them all transcribed and then turned them into blog posts. So now I have blog posts written through the end of 2014 (laughs) that are are basically all just repurposed content from trainings and the free video series that I've taught in the past. It's a great way to leverage what you've done and not have to work so hard. In theory, you could probably leverage even the challenge content at some point in the future. Oh my gosh. You know, when you get to the point where you're bored, you know, bored with this, but it doesn't sound like you're going to get bored anytime soon because it's, it changes every time. Um, but you could in theory use that content. Yeah. It's rocking right now. So we're pretty happy with it, but that is awesome. That is so great. Um, you know, I, I've definitely talked to people, a lot of people about their various challenges. And I think that, um, if you can put in the work, if you can get the support, if you can do as much of it in advance as possible, everything, if possible, um, that they really do, I don't want to say work well, but they are a great way to connect for real, not just sending out, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing the three video series and, and following or three content series, and then following that format. But I think more and more people are going to want to connect in order to make their buying decisions. And I think this is really, this is a really great way you're, you're running things. 
Thanks. I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we'll, we'll have you back later. Maybe we'll have you and your husband on, you know, once you've gone through this, this next launch and we'll We'll see get get some more. This is like the ongoing, this ongoing series with you. I get to find out where where things have changed as, as various things happen in your life and biz. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure that Jameson doesn't go back to teaching by the end of the year. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Like, well, he's back to teaching. So no, he he's not going to because he's probably gonna he's probably so excited right now about being involved in this um he's when you first start you you are really excited he's super excited and it's it's been amazing to actually feel like um you know having so much support where for a long time i was really flying solo so it's a huge shift Mm -hmm. and it's really awesome yeah Awesome. Well, I'll put all of the links you mentioned in the show notes, as well as links to some of the other interviews that Rachel and I have done um, for you. And and leave a comment for Rachel below. Is there anything you want to ask people to comment on? I know you like like to uh, kind of push people. So. Yeah, I definitely do. I'd love to hear from everybody. You know, what is your biggest question that you might have for me about creating a challenge and really making it work for you and your business? I'd love to hear from you. Um, and I'm always wanting to support people and trying out these new kind of innovative ways to get their business out in the world. Awesome. Thanks again, Rachel. And we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Wow. I love hearing a fearless launching story. And funny thing is she wasn't even in fearless launching. Rachel just has been a client off and on over the years and we've gotten to know each other and every time we discover something new that she can tweak and grow in her business and I'm so happy that this challenge was the right thing to do. So one more thing before I let you leave. There's a little opt-in form below and it's to attend a webinar that I'm having next week. Fill it out. Get your little buns there and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be teaching you some of the the main things that you can do, some of the essential things that you can just start getting, getting done, taking care of now before you even figure out when your launch date is. Uh, I want you to be prepared. I want to give you some very specific tasks to do. I want to be your boss for a few minutes. Let me be your boss. This is what I do. I, I become people's bosses. So I hope you let me be yours Have a great weekend. And again, thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. If you haven't already subscribed, head on over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, star, or whatever you'd like to do. All the support that you give really means a ton to me. And every email that I get, I just, I'm so excited because I know that what I'm doing is reaching you. Uh, So if you're still listening, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you on the next episode of Fearless Launching. I'll talk to you soon.